Welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. I'm your host, Jesse, a corporate analyst, side hustler, and an advocate of creating good intent. So let's burst those thought bubbles and turn them into convos. Let's speak our minds and dive into the nitty gritty of it all. Whether it's mental health, adulting, creativity, faith, and life in general. Join the conversation by using the hashtag convos with Jay for your comments and suggestions. And oh, hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. My name is Chessie, and I'm so happy to be back on the show. You are tuning in to the pilot episode of Thought Bubble with Jay, and I'm just so excited to share with you what I have planned for the rest of the year. I took a break for a month to just reflect, reassess, and strategize, and also to rest because last year was exhausting to say the least, but specifically December because there there were a lot of things going on, um, orders to fulfill, and of course the gatherings, whether virtual or physical gathering. So I really needed a time off. But I am back, and today's episode is really special because, of course, it's the new year, and there's something about the new year that compels everyone to write down their resolutions. There is this fire inside of us wanting to start something new or complete whatever it is that we started in the past year. And the dreaded question that everyone seems to be, that seems to be plaguing everyone's anxiety right now is what is your purpose? You know, we just concluded our prayer and fasting last week. So it's a, a yearly event in our church community where we take some time to fast and to consecrate, reflect and meditate on the word of God. And it was just an amazing experience. It was uh, a time of prayer, worship, um, fellowship with our church community members. And I love reading through the pages of my journal and looking at the things that I prayed for, answered prayers from last year, learnings and wisdom from the Lord as we ushered into the new year. And last Friday, we uh, we broke the fast. So I was with friends and we, there were a lot of singing, we were eating. It was just a, a magical and awesome moment. And speaking of awesome, so that was the theme of last week's prayer and fasting, the awesome God. And I love what our senior pastor said about when we say something is awesome, for you to be able to say that it is, you will need to be able to experience it. And we know that God is good. We know that he is kind. He is true to his promises. But I think until you really experience and have that relationship with him, that is the only time when you can really say, God, you are awesome. Especially when you are forced in a very difficult situation or when you are going through a very difficult season of your life, how do you continue to say and praise God and say that, God, you are awesome? So some key questions that you guys would might, might want to um, ponder on. But uh, that, is the, that is the prayer and fasting week for our church every nation. And that was concluded last Friday. All right. So I touched on purpose um, earlier, and I was just filling in my journals with my faith goals. And 
kind of dawned on me that that is a question that most of us dread. I, I think because we are so fixated into thinking that we only have one purpose. And for others, purpose equates to passion. But is there really a difference? And do we really need to have just one for each or just one purpose, one passion, or do we have multiple? Or are we some sort of like multi-layered individuals given with different talents and gifts that we have different purposes in our lives for def- for every season and as we grow and evolve? So I stumbled upon this article from TED and I love listening to their podcast. If you haven't done so, it's a good resource. They have really excellent speakers that you can learn from so this one this article was posted on ideas.ted.com on december 14th and it was written by um, a writer and a poet Um, she is an amazing woman cleo wade you can check her out but she poses this question don't have a single purpose or passion and then she said that is okay it's a bold statement really because for some You would want to be able to identify what your purpose is because that will serve as your guideline or your roadmap throughout your life, right? And for others, they know exactly what they're supposed to do. They know exactly what their purpose is. And I do admire and hands down to those people who early on have already identified what their purpose and what they are passionate about. I thought I did, (laughs) even at a tender age of six. And let me share you that story. So. When I was six, I knew exactly what I wanted or needed to do. And that is because it was ingrained in me. It's more of like an inherent purpose in life. You see, I grew up from a family of six and we are very poor. So the our neighbors and our relatives, they noticed that I was doing really well in school. Bragging aside, I did. And so it's it's a common notion. It may probably it's a, it's because it's part of the culture in the Philippines, wherein if if the eldest is has been seen with potential, then people around you will tell you that you have to be to do really good in school so that you can find a high paying job, and then you can uh, help your family to have a better life. And so that that inherent purpose goal has been ingrained in my mind growing up so at the tender age of six I knew exactly what I needed to do or what I meant to do in life and that is to provide for my family so I remember picturing myself I knew exactly which university I should get into because if I will graduate from that university, then I would be on top of the list of applicants for those high paying jobs. And then I knew exactly where I should be working at. That is in the heart of the central business district of the Philippines, which is Makati. I sort of achieve-ish that goal, that single purpose that I had pictured in my mind. I did manage to get into the University of the Philippines and I did launch or I did uh, apply a job um, in in the CBD or in Makati and because I always wanted to be part of a you know of of the corporate life. I I had this notion or 
probably quote unquote misconception when I was really young that if you are working in an office and you are the boss and um, it's a high paying job. So when I said ish, I did um, get into the university, but I did not end up uh, studying in that university. There was some by twist of fate. I ended up with another uh, school, which is also based in Manila. Um, and then prior to finishing school, I read I was already part of a company which is based in Makati. But it wasn't the corporate job that I've always pictured in my mind. I was answering telephones. And yes, you got it right. It was a call center. Um, I was part of the call center industry. So for the past, for the longest time, that was my quote-unquote single purpose in life. And that is to provide for my family. And I've never really thought of, say, looking at it from a perspective that that shouldn't be the case. because. I, in my heart, I love doing it for my family. I, I knew that that was something that I needed to do as the as the eldest, and probably this is another topic that we could probably dive into a lot more. But that sort of single purpose that I had that has been ingrained in my mind shifted and changed early last year. You see, my father got sick; he had a stroke, and then he passed on early last year. So when he died, there was this void in me, and it's not only because he left, and I was so devastated, lonely, and wallowing in grief, and that void will never be filled, I guess by by anything. It will take some time, but more of like it left a void of me. It left a void of me asking myself as to what's going to happen next. So what else do I, you know, what else do I need to do? My fa- my siblings, there's three of them. They are already, they already have their own families. They have their kids. And so I still have my mom, but there's, it's just so, it's not the same. I... You know, I worked so hard to provide for my family and to give them a better life. I was able to give them a house, uh, send off my siblings to schools. And now that all of those things have been, quote unquote, completed and done, then I was left with the thought of and with a question of what else do I need to do? Um, if that was my the single purpose in my life and I've already achieved it, then I'm left with nothing. So I, I was telling that to my friends that I felt as if I've lost my sense of worth and sense of purpose. And I am grateful though that that mindset changed. Um, it was early on, <laughs> at the early stage of me, you know, professing that over myself and thinking that I I don't have any more or I, I've lost my purpose and I don't know what else to do. So I, I shared that story because a lot of us, we identify ourselves with a single purpose in life. We, we believe that our jobs is what we're meant to, you know, what we're meant to do and we are defined by it. Or maybe not a job or maybe something that you do and, you know, that, that becomes your life, that, be, that defines who you are. In this article um, posted on the ideas.ted.com written by Cleo Wade, she said that we, that people will tell you to find your purpose, right? 
it's it's a question that it's so, sort of similar to the pursuit of happiness, but when it comes to purpose, it's, it's very personal. So people will, will tell you to find your passion as well, because that will lead you in to identify what your purpose is. But I think that is in a way pressuring ourselves, right, to to focus in seeking just that one purpose or passion in life. Because really we are beings which have been blessed with the abundance of gifts, talents, interests, and ideas. And therefore we grow. As we grow, we 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 learn, we shift our perspective, our preferences so much in this lifetime. And to say that what your purpose is in who's to say that your purpose in your twenties will be the same as your purpose in your thirties, forties and fifties and beyond. I think we have been blessed with a lot of gifts, talents, interests, and skills because God would want us to flourish them and to use them so that we can bless others. Right. So I said that mine shifted real fast because after my father died and with that question hanging over my head, I start to pray about it and um seek wisdom and counsel from the people who I trust. And good thing though that early on I realized that, you know, God has given me so much and I'm not tied up with the idea that my single purpose in life is to be a provider for my family. And that's when sort of a light bulb moment that I realized that that's absolutely right. I still have my mom, yes, and I can still provide for them, but I should be able to do other things and my purpose is not only tied up and limited to helping my family, but with the skills and the and the, the talents and interests that I have, I can definitely use those to bless others. So that's exactly what happened last year. And I started on, I created the podcast. I became more active in the art community. I engaged with a lot of people. I became more present and I allowed myself to be curious, to be open to different opportunities. And it has been a wonderful adventure. So have you felt like you just had one? Have you ever felt like you just have one purpose in life? Have you thought of your passion as your soul? passion all throughout this lifetime i think instead of of thinking that and adding this unnecessary stress and um, anxiety in our lives into thinking that we only have one purpose or passion what i think we're missing out here is that what does it look like when you bring in what it is that you have right now into everything that you do so what do I mean by that? I'm not sure if you've seen the, the movie Soul. If you haven't, I would recommend that you watch it. It was recommended by a good friend, Tin. And I really enjoyed it. Not because it's Disney. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Disney. But it's because of the lessons that, that were captured in that movie. It's really simple if you think about it. But it speaks volumes. So one of the lessons from, from that movie was your spark isn't your purpose. You know, sometimes 
we think that the talents that and skills that we have, and if we're not living it out, let's say you are an artist or that you are a really good writer, but you haven't published your book yet, there isn't wrong in wanting to believe that you're meant to be a New York bestseller or the next um, Leonardo. But if that becomes your obsession and you spend all your energy in trying to discover and to achieve that sole purpose in life because you believe that your specific talent and skills will be will equate your purpose then that will lead you to be disconnected from the other facets of your life i love that particular scene when um and sorry this is going to be a spoiler when she he was uh, was playing for this jazz um singer or an artist and he was so in the zone and he was really good and the the woman tells him the story about a fish swimming up to a bigger fish and asks where the ocean is. So the big fish explains that they are already in the ocean. But the little fish says that, no, this is just water. I want the ocean. And I realize that sometimes we are we are like that with with the mindset in, in, in pursuit of finding what our purpose is and what we're passionate about. We don't realize the greatness that surrounds us because we're so caught up in trying to reach a destination that we forget the joy of being in the journey and the greatness is that we are already in or the greatness that we already are. One of the things is that because we're so focused on the big things, we fail to enjoy the little things. And if there's one thing that 2020 has taught us is that life is fleeting and, and it's in a matter of seconds, everything can be taken away from us. And that's, you know, looking back, we were stripped off of the privileges to travel and to spend our monies and luxuries and um, buy things because none of those matter anymore. What matters is that we're alive, we're healthy, we are with family, no one is sick, no one is infected. And that soul, that movie taught that, that you have to enjoy the little things. Um, 2020 taught us to pause, to take a, a breather. We're forced to do it, but I, I am almost 100% sure that most of us appreciated the time that we have been given with our family, um, rekindling an, a, a passion that we put on the backseat because we're so busy climbing the corporate ladder, or, you know, having the opportunity to listen to the people that we love to the people that we love when they talk as well as to appreciate the beauty that surrounds us appreciate the mundane and see the wonderful things that appear in the ordinary soul is a movie that reminds us to be thankful for the little things and going back to discovering what your purpose is I often hear this, um, and I myself, myself included, is one of those people who have had jobs and didn't like um, what they were doing. So remember the story that I've always wanted to work for corporate and be in one of those high-rise buildings in the central business district. 
So I, yeah, I, I managed to be in a high rise building on the 27th floor, but I was taking in phone calls from customers and being yelled at, being cursed for not being able to restore their service. That wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. But that experience really taught me to be patient. That really, that experience taught me, or that job really taught me how to hone my communication skills, how to speak confidently with people from a different race, and how to manage people's expectations, how to manage frustrations, and how to negotiate. So what I'm trying to say is I am sure a lot of us have been in that situation or currently in a job that we don't like, or probably we're doing something that we don't want. I just dabbled with arts more last more on last year, and I really wanted to do this. I mean, I I really enjoy doing it, and it's different from what I do nine to five or nine to six or eight to five. But the question is, who are you when beyond that time? Who are you after between six to eight in the morning if you're going on a nine to five shift? Your current job shouldn't define you, right? Sometimes we put our greatest sense of purpose and passion with what we do because, of course, they pay the bills. But life is not just about paying our bills and living each day, making sure that, you know, we're providing for the things that we need to provide for. Who are you beyond that? And I think the other question that we should always be asking ourselves is, okay, we this is what we have right now. This is a job that I really hate, but what is it about this job? Or what it is what can I learn from the situation that I am in? Instead of repelling, instead of working against it, how about putting in or adding in your passion and purpose in everything that you do? No matter how much you hate it, when you start to shift your perspective, you will see that things will start to look up and it will show it, it you know, if, if you start to change a little bit cheesy is change when you, ha- when you do have a change of heart that will reflect on the outside. And I'm telling you, when you start to do those small steps and start to shift your mindset, instead of resisting what where you are what you're doing right now if you start to be open and curious you might just be surprised of what you will find out who knows right that's also one of the things that were highlighted in in the movie so because um things may not work out according to how we plan it but they can still work out eventually there was this barber shop that the the protagonist frequents and the barber said that he always wanted to be a vet but then things he had to put that aside because he would need to provide for his family and barber school is less expensive so his plans change but when he talks about what he does right now as a barber there's so much passion and light and joy because he appreciates his life and in what he does and he sees the value of what he is doing to the lives of others and i think that's what purpose is all about 
right? We are so focused sometimes in the thinking of like the purpose has to be something like something that has that can be tagged as a as a candidate for a Nobel Prize. Sometimes purpose can look like you standing for someone's rights, being the voice of a, a campaign and um, being firm in your beliefs and sharing them with others to raise awareness. It could also be teaching the next generation and molding their minds so that they can be equipped for the next chapter of their lives. Our purpose doesn't have to be one. Our passion doesn't have to be one either. And it can definitely change as we grow and shift in this lifetime. The question that we should be asking ourselves is that how are we using what we have right now? How are we living our lives with the time that we're given? And that, my friend, is a question that I would like to live with you as you meditate and ponder on um, after listening to this podcast. Because, you know, people are so plagued with anxiety and trying to identify and to determine what they're, what they're meant to do in this life. And so we missed out and we get disconnected from life instead of living our best life. There, there's, so, there's a lot of reason for living. And it might look different for, for each of us. Of course, it is different for each of us. But our life has meaning no matter how famous or successful you are, whether you know what your purpose is or whether you have one passion or none. If you're not sure um, what you wanted to do and if you don't know... Um, what you're passionate about. Let go of trying to identify yourself with just one idea or goal. Instead, commit yourself to bringing purpose and passion into each conversation, workspace, and home that you are part of. When you start to appreciate everything in your life, you your, percep- your perspective shifts, your interest shifts, and you adapt an attitude of gratitude, which I think is really important. So stop pressuring yourself to identify what your one purpose in life is. I don't have a formula for you to know what exactly you're meant to do in this life, but I know what I'm sure of is that God has given us this gift of life for a purpose. And he would want us to live our best life. He would want us to make use of the time that we're given to bless others, to use the talents and gifts that we have been given to flourish and to carry out the mission that he placed in our hearts. And that is to um, share the good news of the gospel and to be kind to everyone that we meet. And that's it for this pilot episode of Sunday Sala here at Thought Bubble with Jay. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, wherever you are, whatever journey you are currently into, Um, Do not plague yourself with anxiety and trying to find just one purpose in life. You are meant to do something. And wherever you are right now, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. So be on the lookout for that presence of wonder and remain curious and open because life will unfold before your eyes. And you would want to be able to 
identify and witnesses beforehand, right? So um, thank you for supporting the podcast. It's been a great journey. And I didn't realize that this little passion project of mine will reach people from different parts of the world. And I'm just overwhelmed and grateful. And I hope that you will continue to support the podcast. Let me know if you have things or topics that you would want to discuss. Feel free to DM me using my art account, Artsuchessi. And again, always be kind to anyone you meet because a simple act of kindness will definitely spark another. So until then, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and I'll catch you again next time. Bye. And that's it for the episode of Thought Bubble with Jay. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And as always, stay inspired, be hopeful, and be kind. Always. Catch you again next time.